Welcome back to Awesome People Talking, the podcast where we feature awesome people talking with me, your host, Braden Carlisle. Today we are joined by a great magician, think Larry David in a dragon suit, performing jaw-dropping magic tricks, and then you are on the right track. New York Times asks, how are you going to top a guy in a dragon suit? That's right, today we have Piff the Magic Dragon, so let's just get into it and answer that New York Times question. How are you going to top that? Thank you so much, Piff, for joining me here today. And just to start off, I've got a couple questions for you. And then I've gone to Reddit and posted a thread. And some of your lovely fans have questions for you, too. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, before you were Piff from your Penguin Lecture, you said you worked in a restaurant. Uh, did you do anything in magic before that restaurant? Like, how did you get started not as Piff, but as a magician? I was just doing... You know, I did it as a hobby when I was a kid, and then as I, as I like went to university and um, tried to do avoid work, then I would do various things like, you know, restaurant gigs or weddings, private parties, um, mainly doing close up magic. That was mostly what I was doing. All right, so just a bunch of close up magic stuff and not really anything on stage. Did stage start right. after Piff came? Uh, yeah, I was doing little bits on stage, but not much. You know, doing Piff got me a lot of stage time. Right, that's awesome. And now now you're Piff all the time, pretty much, and everything yep. in your show is original. Uh, can you talk about, like, your process for creating? Um, yeah, we try and I try and start with the idea first um, of what would be a funny concept, whether it's shooting a dog at the cannon or... <laughs> A dog escaping from a straitjacket or a mind reading fish. You know, I try and find those ideas first and then right. I work backwards um, from there and, 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 you know, see what the trick will be. Right. And now the dog shooting, uh, shooting a dog out of a cannon, that one, uh, you pretty much say that one lost you, America's Got Talent? Uh, well, only as a sort of. Right. Um, no, not really. I, d- I yeah. doubt it did. <laughs> but uh, certainly, certainly, when we were doing America's Got Talent, then um, I thought it would be funny to get to the finals and lose. So mm-hmm. um, I had a couple of we we I, I pitched a couple of ideas to the producers um, of like you know doing a trick where I all where I uh, vanish from stage at the end of the show or um, uh, doing a trick where I was supposed to reappear at the back of the theatre and then and then not reappearing at the back of the theater. Mm-hmm. And um, in the end, I thought, well, people got so upset when I did a trick. I did a trick with four boxes where Piffles was apparently in the box. Right. And we destroyed the other three boxes. And, you know, we opened up the last box and Piffles was safe and sound. People got so upset by that. I thought, well, if I shoot a dog at the cannon, then there's no way we're going to win. So let's do that. Right. So you and uh, I know Derek Hughes also in his show references losing America's Got Talent. Did you go in there just to be funny or was there like a branding purpose behind that? Anything like that? Um, I mean, really, all of this stuff is just, you know, the more you're on it, the longer you get exposure. So right. that's really what that stuff is about. It's just I just look at it like free advertising. Um, mm. So uh they recently take the competition, I guess. Right. And so going back to the pretty much everything in your show being original, and how do you decide what gets put in your show and what 
doesn't get there? Do you ever fully develop anything just to decide it's not quite piff the magic? I mean, I don't decide that. The the audience the audience would decide it. Ah, yeah. You know, if we try something and it just keeps not getting a reaction and it keeps not progressing, then eventually, well, I'll go. Okay, well, this isn't working out. Right. All right, and you in your penguin lecture said you went to college for IT. Is that right? That that is true. Yeah, yep. I did computer IT. science at, at so college. Somebody on Reddit wants to know: um, Do you ever use your computer science? Does that ever help you with creating anything? No, no, no. never. <laughs> never. Okay. I use it. I mean, I do a lot of uh, you know admin work, so I'm always mm-hmm. on a computer, but. Um, I know how to fix my compute when it goes wrong. Well, that, that's, that's about, good to that's know. about how useful it is. <laughs> right. So then after university, you did um, theater training, right? Yeah. Yep. So how does that help you as a magician? Well, I guess so. I mean, it's it just, you know, I think people have got the propensity to overthink things too much. and mm-hmm. um, But obviously being able to stand up on stage and, speak clearer and um understand the basics right is helpful really yeah for sure but you know it's it's the most helpful thing is to be objective about who you are and um and and whether what you're doing is good enough or not i mean that's the most objective that's the most important thing right just knowing your character and staying true not even not even a character i mean there's no you know like characters very is a very weird um concept in magic because Mm -hmm. you know in life people are constantly acting out of character right you know you always get a thing of like oh um you know somebody murders 12 people and their neighbors are like oh he seemed like the nicest guy Mm -hmm. you know so often when people say well my character wouldn't do that i mean that's exactly what makes life interesting is when your character oh you know the character does the things that are out of character so I don't really talk too much about or think too much about character. Mm-hmm. It's just what you think would be entertaining. Yeah, it's just what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. What would be what would be funny to do at that moment? All right, awesome. Well, this question is from um, Ingle the Fallen on Reddit. He wants to know what was what's your his inf- name? Uh, Ingle the Fallen. Ingle the Fallen is yes. his name. Uh, these are the their fallen. usernames. Yeah, I guess so. He's an Ingle who has fallen. What first of all, what's an ingle? Second of all, what did he fall from? Grace, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, let's let's do his question and then we can maybe judge yes. his backstory. <laughs> uh, he wants to know what was your inspiration for love and other magic tricks, and what made you move away from this style and embrace Piff more. And I have a question about that question. Actually, wasn't no. that? Uh, wasn't love and other magic tricks? Isn't that the one you say in your lecture failed spectacularly? Uh, the original, you know, the very, very original. Mm-hmm. The first time. Version bit we did, which is like a nine-minute version. Gotcha. And then, um, and it sort of went on to become a, uh, I can't remember how long it was, maybe an hour, 70 minutes, like oh, a 70-minute wow. okay. piece. I thought it was just that, like, 10-minute one, nine-minute. Oh, no, that, no that, and that did crash and burn. That was horrific. Oh. But, um... <laughs> What was his question? Uh, what was your inspiration, and what made you move away from that style? Um, so I thought there wasn't much theatrical magic that I'd seen, mm-hmm. and it's certainly there wasn't much. 
there wasn't much magic that was different from um, either a sort of silent mani- manipulation act mm-hmm. or a, um, you know, pick a card, how do you do that kind of right, style thing. Right. So, so I did that. That, that was my um, impetus behind doing it. And um, I, had a, I had a good time doing it. But at the end of the day, uh, I was looking at it and what I wanted to do with it when I was watching, when I was reviewing what I was, you know, the performance, um, it wasn't, it ended up not being what I wanted to look like, if that makes sense. Right. Whereas with Piff, the ideas I had in my head when I would do them and when I would look at them, I would go, okay, that's what I wanted. That's, that's, that's what I wanted to do. So I guess I felt like I couldn't achieve, you know, I wasn't, I, I for whatever reason it didn't suit me or I wasn't capable of achieving what I wanted to do in that love another magic trick show. But that Piff thing suited me, um, suited my personality and, and my strengths, uh, a lot more. Mm-hmm. So Piff has pretty dry humor, uh, does John Vanderput as well? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think certainly a lot of that. A lot of that. Um, that act is is a is a is a reflection of who I am. Gotcha. So, based on that question, what would you say uh, Ingle has fallen from? Um, I'm going to say a ladder. A ladder. Eh, that's a good guess. I don't know. Maybe he'll maybe he'll tell me sometime. Uh, he, ooh. Uh, this question is from drunk Canadian guy, which is pretty self-explanatory. Much more, much, yes. much easier to understand. Straightforward. Uh, and his question probably involves drinking. Uh, do you have a best heckler story? Um, well, not really a best one because they were, <laughs> you know, hecklers. Um, I had somebody, somebody give me a good heckle once mm-hmm. and I, I, um, uh, they were talking and they said, oh, I used to do magic. And they said it in a sort of derogatory way. So I said, um, what happened? You couldn't hack it? And they said, no, I grew up. Which oh. was uh, yeah. pretty great. And they didn't even, I don't think they even meant it negatively, but they, they were just sort of saying what happened. Right. Uh, but that was a pretty good burn. Mm-hmm. But most times uh, hecklers are just drunken. Um, you know, they sort of just ruin the show. You know, they, they just uh, get in the way of, being able to do the actual show so there aren't really many many good heckler stories right that i have would you say your show encourages heckles though a little bit because you're pretty it confrontational no yeah it's very confrontate confrontational so um we get people i get people heckling me uh, often but um usually uh you know usually a couple of little burns and they and they stop talking it's mm-hmm. when people are drunk that um then they just don't realize they've been defeated and they carry on. And that's when it gets a bit right. uh, tedious. Now, I've seen your show a couple times, and it seems like uh, Francis gets the most heckles, though. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah, that is definitely true. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he also doesn't know how to deal with them uh, very well, so they keep coming. Yeah, not only gets the heckles, but they, they continue. Them, yeah. Ooh, here's a... Here's a good question too. It's not about Francis. That would be a great segue. I'm I'm so good at segues. Here's another question, uh, from Gigantic. Is his name? Uh, what's something you believe about magic that other magicians might disagree with? Um. Oh, I don't know. I, I, know. I just think so much of magic is 
contradictory. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you have all these people who say one thing and then the next thing they're doing is is uh, completely opposite to their advice. So, um, so I, I just don't think that many magicians think through what they do enough. Right. Uh, and I guess they would probably disagree with that. <laughs> yeah, I love it when people are like, uh, don't do the magician in trouble plot. And then you go see their show and they're doing the magician in trouble plot. Yeah, and I've seen people, you know, they sort of like lecture and write books and expand all these theories and then they get up, they get up on stage and they're unwatchable. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you know, you at least need the audience to be able to watch you in order to see all the stuff that you've spent years of your life doing. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I always had that thing. Well, you know, when you see magicians with the mic on a stand and then they put it in their suit you know they either have a mic holder around their neck or they put it in a pocket mm-hmm. i mean for me that's just that unforgivable mm-hmm. so you spend you know you spend all these like years learning your act but you never once you think maybe i should get a good microphone right and you use a mic stand in your act don't you or yeah we use both i use, use a mic on a stand yeah for mm-hmm. stand-up stuff and then i have to use a um one of the ones that um, it's like a little face mic. Right, thing. it just attaches, goes in your body. Yeah, it's like a mic pack, so yeah. I need both of my hands for my act. Right. So, um, but yeah, you get these guys who they need both of their hands for the act, but they don't want to buy a mic pack, so they just take out the mic from a stand, they put it in their neck, mm-hmm. and then it walks around just like slapping them in the face in a phallic yeah. manner for the rest of the act. Yeah, that, that microphone penis necklace. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, ooh, here's a question. Is it true that your mom made your original dragon outfit? I've heard that. No. Uh, yeah, I've heard it was true. your sister's, right? Well, yeah, uh, it, she didn't even make it. It was like an off-the-shelf, who knows what it was. Mm-hmm. But it looked like a sort of like crocodile outfit or something. I don't know. Right. Um, But it looked dragon enough for me to call it a dragon outfit. Gotcha. But yeah, she bought it from like a costume store and um, had it under her bed. Mm-hmm. And that was the first the first one I wore. Just took it out, put it on, and went to party, I think. I don't know. I'm exactly. trying to remember yeah. all your, yeah, all I your was, penguin I was go- lecture I was stories. A, right, I was going to a, a costume party. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was and from... no one else was in costume. Yeah, I, I heard that. And is that where the piff inspiration comes from, or is it somewhere else? That, Just that, that. is that. That's what happened. Yeah, right there. Um, my friend said you should do this in your act, and uh, they were correct. Yeah, I would be horrified if that happened to me. <laughs> but you made well, a career of it, so turned into a career. It was yeah. fine. <laughs> uh, that was from the Klaus. He also wants to know, or he says he's noticed the diamonds on the dragon suit switching places. Um, is that true? Like, do you have multiple? Yeah, nobody. Get, tell him nobody gives a shit where the diamonds are. Uh, yeah, uh, he does. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he's he definitely sounds like a magician. Yeah, he wants to know how many you have. Do you know how many? No, no, I don't. Just um, a, seven. A lot. Let's say seven. <laughs> he won't. He won't know. It's just tell him um, seven. Okay. And his other question. Uh, this is something I'm curious about too. Um, the Russian guy who stole your act. Have you ever talked to him at all? Ever spoken no. with him? No. No, no, it was that was just pretty. I mean, it doesn't really get much better than that. So, right. um, I made a little mashup video, and then mm-hmm. my work was done with that. But, uh, it, you know, it was on a TV show that I think he was probably asked to do it, or 
the producers, you know, said you should do this. So I don't think it was part of his regular act. Right. So it's not okay, just clarifying, it's not okay to put on a dragon costume, get a tiny dog, and do your act? Good luck, you know. <laughs> good, good luck with it. Yeah. What if, what if I use a, a raccoon suit and a tiny pig? Is that okay? Well, I think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think I think it's dragon, a, you know it's a lot of work. Good. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a pain in the ass. I bet. <laughs> so if somebody wants to do it, they they have to jump through a lot of hoops to make it happen. Mm-hmm. How how committed are you to the bit off stage? I know on stage you're very you are a magic dragon. And uh, you know, you know I'm not really a magic. <laughs> well, <laughs> even on, on stage, stage though. I'm well, only yeah. that <laughs> you're not. No. Oh, man. I, I guess I don't really I guess I just I just look at it as uh, what would be the funny thing to do and to me it's funny to um, to just pr- to just keep denying the fact that I'm a I'm anything else but a magic dragon on the stage mm-hmm. oh, I love it <laughs> yeah I think it's great um, how many Ooh, this is a hard name Melon Chalice Mel- Melon Chalice Melon? I don't I don't know. How many diagonal palm shifts do you do every day? That that's his question. He's a magician. How many how many diagonal Zero. palm shifts? None? Ever? Zero. Nope. Alright, there you go. I, I practiced it for years that flight <laughs> and it looks terrible. Yeah, it, and it's not it's not fun. Well, I mean it's pretty fun to do. Well it just it's not even a slight, it's more like a flourish. Yeah. But I have seen some people do it well, but I I couldn't I couldn't mm-hmm. do it well. Yeah, I like uh, I think Mac King says that he does the visible pass because it doesn't matter; they're not gonna see it. <laughs> I think I think Mac does the diagonal palm shift in his show. He does. I think he does. Yeah. But um, uh, his point, I think, was that as the long as they're laughing, just yeah. shows how invisible it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Is a good one though. I think that's the only sleight of hand question. Uh, here's one from Ryan. That that's a pretty normal name on the internet. Ryan wants to know, what's your favorite food to eat on stage? Uh, giving the option of banana or pop tart. No other options though. Uh, it would definitely be banana. The banana. Well, I've eaten a lot of bananas. Mm-hmm. And, Neil Patrick um, Harris is eating your sandwich. Say that again. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris is eating your sandwich. He has, mm-hmm. but uh, you, banana is one of those foods you could eat for a long time over mm-hmm. and over again mm-hmm. and doesn't really wear out, whereas um, other more exotic foods, you'll deeply regret that on the fifth <laughs> attempt. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly you become sick of something. So, kind of piggybacking off of that diagonal palm shift question, how many bananas do you eat each day? Um, I try to eat... Uh, currently on tour, I eat banana every show. Yeah, so but that, we don't, that's there it. are no bananas Usually in the Vegas two. show. None in the Vegas show. No, hmm. I've never seen no. your Vegas show. I guess. <laughs> well, it's it's different to our tour show. Yeah. Hmm. This is a question. Um, are you ever going to try to go on Penn and Teller again to try to fool them? Or are you, Not to are try you and fool them. them. <laughs> I, I went on it last. I went on it last year and did a spot with them, mm-hmm. and we just filmed a spot for this year's show as well. So um, 
that'll be out later in the year. But you know, awesome. I'm certainly not going to go on and try and fool them. Yeah, just to do a, a friendly trick with them for their ending thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we do. A, yeah, we did trick. We do now. We do bits together. So yeah. last year we did a bit together, and this year we did a bit together. Yeah, you did a bit together on America's Got Talent too, right? We've done two bits together. Yeah. Ah, two. Yeah, cool. performed a lot with Penn and Teller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, in your Netflix special, Pin is going to be in it, right? He is. He is. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know whether it's on Netflix yet, but oh, for whoever it is. scratch that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pen, Penny's, Penny's um, is in it. And he has his own dragon suit. Is that right? He does. Okay. He does have his own dragon outfit, yeah. Uh, he is your father? Your, your magic dragon father? Or right, he's Pop right. the Magic Dragon. Pop the Magic Dragon. I like that. Yeah. And speaking of pen, uh, here's a question. Has the number of pockets on your dragon suit changed? I know you guys talked about that for probably at least an hour over on Pen Sunday School. Yeah, every time, yeah. we mm-hmm. ever, And every time we do, somebody brings it up, it yep. is a bit of a, um, uh, a, a black hole. Uh, I think it's like 27 now, but it changes all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it does, does it, it changes depending on where, where the, um, uh, where we, uh, you know, what show we're doing and all that sort of stuff. Right. So like your tour show would have different amount of pockets than your, uh, than your right, show. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny to think about, but I guess if you don't need the pockets, why have the pockets? Yeah. Well, well, sometimes, you know, you, you, you need to not have a pocket oh, where yeah. you previously had a pocket. Mm-hmm. So, so you have, pockets, like, home uh, away jerseys. Right. Pockets are very, um, you know, it's a very nuanced area. Mm-hmm. I, I'm wearing jeans right now, so I've got five pockets. But Yeah. Yeah. That's Nothing not, to write home about. Not 27, no. No. Do you think there's any magician that has more pockets than you? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I would think maybe Mac has got a lot of pockets. Yeah, he does. Okay. But not 27, um, though. Well, the thing with... Yeah, my I've got pockets within pockets, which, mm-hmm. is helps, which is what helps me push up to 27. Right. Now, Mac has a bit with his shoe. Would you consider that a pocket for him? Or is that know. just a shoe? No. No. No, you can't start trying to claim those as pockets. No. Even even fig newtons fall out of them all the time? Mm, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah. So just because something goes in somewhere doesn't make it a pocket. Correct. It's a good lesson in life. Mm-hmm. Keep you out of jail. About a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's all the questions that Reddit had. Is there anything you'd like to say to any little tiny 10-year-old magician listening that wants to be oh my god 10 year old magician yeah maybe are you sure you want to do the whole magic thing i mean it's pretty (laughs) brutal uh no i mean i i think i think um i think the main thing my advice would be don't listen to advice Mm -hmm. just go and make your own mistakes and work as hard as you can yeah is that what you did or did you listen to the advice I listened to the advice for a long while, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't get me anywhere, and in right. fact, it sort of took me away from what would be mean. What would have been more helpful, which is just me doing what I actually wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, so with I not listening, listen. yeah, mm. definitely don't listen to advice. 
Disre- <laughs> including that piece of advice, mm-hmm. which of course means that if you're going to disregard that piece of advice, you should listen to every piece of advice other right. than this one. So now trying yeah. to figure out what to do, you're, you've basically caused that little tiny 10-year-old magician to explode. There is a slight paradox in what I'm saying. Yeah, there is. But, I mean, hey. And now, without listening to any advice, uh, what was your path for Piff? Did you do... I know you are pretty much... You do comedy shows and not magic shows, right? You do comedy venues? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that only because that's, like, the more... Um, that's the more... Ex- uh, existing venue. There aren't really that many magic venues, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, we tour a lot in comedy clubs, theaters, and casinos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you tour a lot. How how does uh, the flamingos must be pretty flexible to let you tour that much? Most well, we do shows like don't tour, right? Two hundred and fifty dates a year in the flamingo or something. Okay, or two hundred yeah, dates a, a year. We do we do a long t- <laughs> we do we do a lot of dates. I mean, mm-hmm. We just work a lot, so. That's pretty cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me. Uh, any any last bit of advice you'd like to say? Disregard my previous advice about disregarding advice. And now listen to all advice, including <laughs> and specifically my last previous piece of advice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You're um, welcome, buddy. It's uh, PiffTheMagicDragon.com for tour dates, right? That That is true, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, perfect. All right. All right.